Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, Brian O'Sullivan had the honour of being crowned the 2021 EY Entrepreneur of the Year last month and the founder of Zeus Packaging joins us now to discuss the incredible journey from humble beginnings to recording turnover in excess of €300 million. Brian, before we discuss the success of your business, Zeus Packaging, provide us with an insight into your own background. I'm from a small area called Britway uh, near Formoy in County Cork. Um, I went to, obviously, a local school there, Carl, and went on to uh, uh, tech, uh, the vocational school in Formoy. Um, during that time there, the metaphor teacher was really good to me, and he, uh, I think, saw something within me, Carl, and filled out this thing called the CO form, which meant that I went on to Toman College in Limerick uh, to do a teaching degree in metaphor teaching, drawing, and maths. Um, after that, I uh, the job prospects in Ireland were not so great. I went on and I did a master's degree in manufacturing technology. And uh, that led me into, after that, I went on to become a teacher, which I taught for a number of years before I got the opportunity or I started what is now today, um, which is Zeus Packaging. So where did the idea for Zeus Packaging come from? And was there a particular trigger that made you believe that a significant demand existed for this business? I was selling crop packaging, which is basically wrap for wrapping um, agricultural bales of silage and net wrap. And I got an opportunity with that to sell one product because the American company I was working with, um, they bought a big business in Europe called Borden that produced and manufactured uh, stretch filling for wrapping pallets. They had no distributor for Ireland and they said to me, look, uh, Brian, would you like to try this? I had no idea, Carl, what stretch film was or what it was for, for wrapping pallets, but obviously it's pallet wrap. I know a lot about it now today. You would expect me to. And that was the moment, really. So was it with, with an opportunity came along, they had a need, and I said, yeah, of course, and it went from there. So we start, I started Zeus um, in 1998 with one product, Carl. So provide us with an insight into how you then went about growing that business. So... I started, the business started in, in, in Limerick and at the time in, um, it was probably coming at now in hindsight, coming to the end of the tech uh, computer type boom that was going on in Ireland. Um, and there was companies in Limerick, for example, Dell. Let's pick you know, you know a big company that was in Limerick at the time. I know they're still there. I know they still employ a lot of people, but at the time they were a huge employer in the, in the Midwest region. Um, so we supplied them with with pallet wrap, with one simple product. And then they asked for other products. And the business grew um, from pallet wrap to uh, tape for taping boxes to void fill products like bubble film and other products around the end-of-line manufacturing business. That's what the, the, the early days of Zeus were. You've also completed a number of acquisitions and that has led to the growth of Zeus. So talk to us about your approach to acquisitions and what lessons that you learned along the way from those. The, starting, the start of Zeus was in transit packaging. We were supplying a company in Dublin uh, that was in the retail space. They were in the supermarket spaces. It's a relatively small business um, um, with maybe €2 million Euro turnover. The bag tax was introduced into Ireland in 2001. That business and a lot of businesses um, of that size were very dependent on the, the vest carrier bag because it was a very easy product to 
to deliver to, to customers. It had a good value. And in a lot of cases, those type of companies were up to 40% dependent on that product for their revenue. So when the bag tax was introduced, um, um, which was obviously a very good thing for the, for the environment and what it's done, but it, those businesses were not sustainable anymore from an economic perspective. Um, I was supplying this particular customer with pallet wrap with, with interline packaging, and um, he asked me, would, would I be interested in buying the business? And I'd ne- we'd never bought a business. Carol, it was brand new to me. But I said, yeah, look, because it, number one, it would get us into the Dublin market, which I saw for the, for the transit packaging because we were based in the Midwest, and it would get us into the Dublin market for our transit packaging business, and we would see how they the the other type of business, the supermarket business, would work out. So that was our first acquisition um, in Ireland, uh, first acquisition ever in, in Dublin, Carl. So provide us then with an insight into your growth strategy. At that stage, even back then, I wanted to be a, what I believed, you know, a big player in the Irish market and don't think that I, that I thought back then, Carl, in 2001 or 2002, three or four years into my business, that I would, would be able to take this thing global. No, at that stage, you know, I certainly wanted to be... Um, an Irish business and a substantial Irish business in packaging. And a lot of my competitors at the time and now, I suppose, from an Irish perspective, you know, are, are doing extremely well. And, you know, I would say revenues in the, you know, eight to 10 million euro mark. And I suppose that was my target. And at that stage, we were, I probably had it up to about 4 million. And this would have gone at a million, which was 5 million. So, I, you know, to some degree, I thought I was maybe halfway as there, Carl. Um, uh, then another opportunity came on to buy a similar type business in in um, in Cork and the retail space, which we did, and I suppose some some big moves for us were the big multiples, which I mean, Mosgraves, uh, which is big multiple then, and it's a huge multiple, you know, in in Ireland now. We got the opportunity to tender for their um, their packaging business, and you know, we were successful in winning that tender at the time and it's great to say that all these years on we have we are still you know um, a part of the Musgraves business and they're a very much very central part to ours as we now do with you know we've grown that that supermarket type business with the rest with Dunn's and um, Lidl and Aldi and all the other supermarkets at this stage as well Carl. I do want to speak to you about that whole concept of sustainability. It's very much on the agenda. So from that perspective, how conscious are your clients about sustainability and how are you then developing a solution for that? If I go back to the very start when, you know, when we spoke there a few minutes ago and I mentioned to you that I had one product and that one product was, was pallet wrap for wrapping pallets. Even back then, Carl, what I was doing was that I was showing customers how that we could wrap a pallet with less packaging, less plastic. So Zeus has developed from that day one. That's been our modus operandus. That's what we have done. That's what we have done with, with our customers and our clients. So it's extremely important. Like we've been, you know, if you go to compostable products, we've been selling compostable products for 10 years. Um, I'm going to be honest, it was a very difficult and hard sell 10 years ago because they were more expensive um, than they are, much more expensive than they are, than the, the comparable non-compostable or non-recyclable product back then because it wasn't um, in the minds of all our clients. But certainly in the last number of years, um, it's become forefront and it's been a driver in, in, in retail I mean to have the most sustainable packaging I wouldn't use the word compostable anymore because that's not true it's about the most sustainable type of packaging so 
as a business, I mean, for us to remain, to use the word competitive, and I'm not talking about price, but to remain competitive, we have to be able to show complete innovation and show more innovation and less packaging for our customers and our clients than our competitors. That's the main frame and the main way we are going to stay competitive, Carl, and that's what we do. Okay, that makes sense. Now, as I mentioned, you were announced as the winner of the EY Entrepreneur of the Year 2021 last month. I often say that fist pump moments are rare in this life, but by God, was it one for you that night? It was, Carl. The EOY competition is extremely robust. It's the most robust business competition and I'm using the word competition Carl um, and I mean it because for me it was a competition and I've met some fantastic people um, in the alumni and the finalists from this year uh, through this this process which started this time last year it's a 12 month process where you I I believe uh, approximately 150 to 200 companies uh, uh, begin the interview process and that goes down to uh, 24 finalists in three categories, um, emerging, industry, and international. And in this case, Zeus um, Zeus was in the international category, because um, I probably haven't mentioned it before now. We're in 26 countries, and we're a global business stretching from New Zealand, Australia, all the way back to Ireland. So we were in, we were in the international category. Um, so yeah, it's it's extremely robust. It's a it's a it's a hard twelve months, but the learnings from the, the from the program are absolutely fantastic. And the people that we meet that I've met along the way have been been really good and great learnings from it, Carl. And of course, Zeus packaging is a big part of your life. You have incredible commitment to it. And what I'm wondering in that respect is, what is it that gets you out of bed every morning? The the, the next challenge, the next goal, the next deal is what gets me going certainly you know uh, when you begin a business i mean back in the day of the day I, that was always what i wanted to do but i suppose there's some part of it when you know in the early days that you you know when you take that chance and you, you know like i did and i worked hard to become you know a teacher and then you know you're giving it up and you're walking away from the job and you, you know you've got no Nothing. There's no no safety net. I'd none. So you know you you have no choice but to make something work because the you know a failure is just is not an option. But like many do fail, obviously. So what gets me up um, all that during all this time is the next step and the challenge and to drive the business on. And as I said to you earlier on, Carl, originally back then it was to have a business. Then the second thing was to have a business that was you know one of the biggest in Ireland, which was great. And now I'm, I want it, uh, the business to be the biggest in Europe. So it's the, I think it's just to drive for the next stage, which is probably, um, some people, a very difficult place. If, that's, if, if you're always getting up in the morning and there's no kind of end goal. And I don't think you should set an end goal. I mean, I've said this before, you should set interim goals, whatever they may be. Um, and you reach those goals and you go, yeah, job done, I'm there, I've reached that goal and now I'm setting whatever the next goal will be. So it's it's the next challenge, Carl, that's what, that's what gets me up in the morning. And provide us with an insight into the size and scale of Zeus packaging today. Today, so we might as well talk about 2022 because we're nearly there. Um, we're looking at a, a revenue of about 340 to 350 million euros. Um, 
spread across 26 countries. And that's, that's not just selling in 26 countries. That means we're selling in 60 countries, Carl. We've, but in 26 countries, we've got people, we've got logistics, and we've got, you know, we've got a route to market, Zeus people with a route to market in those countries. So um, from the perspective of where that puts us, it puts us in the top one, uh, two or three in, in Europe. And that's the kind of scale where we're at today. But we're spread more than Europe now, Carl. As I mentioned there, we're, we've, got, we've got businesses in Australia, um, in New Zealand, in Canada, in the US. These are all, I would say, fledgling businesses, you know, not very big, but, but they can give us a springboard to, um, to grow the, the markets in those countries um, as we develop them or as if we want to develop them further, Carl. And Brian, did you have to overcome any adversity on this particular journey? I mean, yeah, there's adversity, you know, in business, there's adversity every day. I mean, so my job is, my job now, certainly, well, all the time was a problem solver. So because there's, there, is, there is issues and problems all the time. Um, we've grown significantly, Carl, as I mentioned earlier on, by acquisition and by organic growth in the first 10 years. I mean, we're into our, our I suppose, we, we, if you look at it, we've got, we did 10 years, then we were hit by the, by the, the big recession, um, you know, after 10 years in business, you know, in 2000. Six, seven, I know it's eight probably before it started to hit hit us, and then for the next three or four years it was like it was awful. I mean, um, the, our customers were scaling back or closing. Um, finance was not available. We had we had borrowed heavily. I mean, to grow the business to that scale, we were at about seventy million euro turnover at that stage um, going into two thousand and eight. Uh, so we weren't a small business. We were a significant business, but so it was a very very difficult time. And, um, you know, our bank, um, I mean, stuck with us and was there, but I, I think it was to, due to the fact that, I mean, they did understand that I was probably the best one to run the business, not probably, for sure. And um, we came through it, um, but it was a very, very difficult time. And yes, and when COVID, then, and then 10 years later, I mean, approximately 12 years later, we, we had COVID we hit, hit in March of 19. And I was I'm much more better prepared for that, Carl, because I'd learned an awful lot of lessons, you know, back in, in the in the in the in the recession um, about cash flow and about you know where we should be and kind of borrowings and uh, and all of that. So we were in a, we were in a much better position coming into um, March of of uh, twenty into when COVID hit. We had built a business, Carl, that's across all sectors. So we are across pharmaceuticals, agricultural, industrial, um, supermarket retail, uh, fashion retail. So the Zeus today is 9,000 9, products and it's across, you know, all different sectors. So we, even though one of the sectors, in this case, hospitality was the worst hit, um, uh, was in trouble for us, but the other sectors maintained it and some even like in the supermarkets grew through that. So we were in a position where we were able to, you know, to continue and grow even during COVID. And of course, there is no straight road in business. And one of the key characteristics that I associate with success in business is somebody's ability to solve problems. So do you have a particular approach which you follow when you encounter a problem, Brian? Yeah, it's to make it as simple as possible. Okay, I'm I don't I'm I don't want to complicate anything car so I, I i look for this, the most simple approach that's that's possible and i i i i you know i don't have a as i said i don't have a business background but i have a good analytical way of looking at something so i take it that okay so what is the problem what do we have to do you know we've and then the problems in my in the business vary from 
at manufacturing level where we've got some issues with with you know a raw material or we've got containers of product you know stuck in ports or whatever but the the pieces that has stood to me best and I think it's you know for anybody that's you know that people are listening here this morning it would be you know be absolutely straight and frank with the client or the customer so if there's a problem or if there's an issue you know you've got to say okay there's a container after stock or there's container stock or we've had a manufacturing issue we've got machines gone down and i think that the one that the piece of advice that has stuck to me best in problem solving is to be honest tell the customer that then obviously they they're they're not going to be happy but they can make their own decisions and that's that's all you can do so keep it simple and be frank and clear with the customer and let them know where you stand. And Brian, finally, what are your future growth plans for Zeus Packaging? So we're looking to get to a revenue of about 500 million uh, euros, which is a half a billion. And I think, you know, again, that's not ego. I mean, to say half a billion, it's a huge number. Um, and it's a huge number for any Irish business because there are um, so few uh, Irish businesses that make it to that that number in whatever in whatever the business may be. So our three to five year plan is a half a billion euros. We're growing organically. Um, as you mentioned earlier, Carl, we've got now, I mean, small, very small customers and we've got some huge businesses um, that we're working with, like, you know, global companies like McDonald's and ASOS and all these kind of uh, businesses that they are growing. Um, we are growing with them. Um, they're looking for us to supply them in other countries. So that's the organic growth. And then we're looking for infill with some acquisitions that we've planned for next year in 2022, where that we see um, maybe in, in countries where we are already working and we see a gap in, in the market. If you take our Irish business, Carl, we are spread, as I said already, we're spread across nearly every sector. But in some countries, we might be strong in transit packaging. We might be strong in the supermarket retail. And there could be then a gap in the farmer sector or the corrugated box uh, business. So we will infill um, with some ac- strategic acquisitions and we will grow organically. And that's the, so the target um, is to reach a half a billion in the next uh, three to five years, Carl, for Zeus. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Brian O'Sullivan from Zeus Packaging. And I'd like to wish Brian every continued success on his journey to reaching half a billion in turnover. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. South-